0: Welcome back. I'm Emily at Emily's Podcast, Tribute to All Little Angels. This is a new part, a new episode of telling you the story in detail to refresh your memory. Part 1, Episode 1 of To Refresh Our Memory. Megan Marie Lynn Garner Nichols, my granddaughter, my daughter's daughter, was born and passed on April 4, 1999. April 10, 1999, we buried Megan in Moore Cemetery on 4th Street in Moore, Oklahoma. We are very frequent visitors at the cemetery. Over the years, we would visit on holidays, birthdays, or just because. If we were in the area, we would stop at the cemetery. We would visit for my parents' birthdays also, and they are at rest in Michigan. Just to give you the scenario of how often we are at the cemetery. I know where we buried Megan in 1999, west of the south tree. We have sat with her, had lunch with her. We would sit at the pavilion northeast of Megan's Babyland 6th West area. Over the years, I took pictures of the area, but more so of her headstone with the trinkets that we would place there on holidays and birthdays. In 2015, I was at the cemetery, January 1st, 2015, of course because it's a new year. I would visit a few times a month, January 8th. 2015, because it is the grandbaby's papa's birthday. January 15, 2015, because it was the day my stepdad had passed. And times in between now and February 11, 2015, on this day also, I visited because it's the day my dad had passed. February 14, 2015, well, of course, because it's Valentine's Day. February 16, 2015, we visited because of my grandson's birthday. March 11, 2015, just because. And times between now and then. April 4, 2015, we visit because it's Megan's birthday. April 13, 2015, we visited because it was my stepdad's birthday. April 27, 2015, the day my grandson passed away. April 29, 2015, is my mother's birthday, and everything was as it should have been. No reason to be concerned. May 7, 2015 We have floodwaters. The 4th Street is closed. May 9, 2015 On this day, my intuition, my premonition was quite strong. Something was pulling me to go to the cemetery. When I knew the streets were reopened, I visited the cemetery, as I quite often do after we have storms. When I pulled in, I noticed the headstones were not where they were a week or so ago. I went home and grabbed my camera and went back to the cemetery to take pictures. When my daughter had came in that evening, I showed her the pictures. And she wanted to know what was going on. I couldn't tell her much because I had no idea myself, except I knew for sure 100% that the headstones had been moved by the floodwaters. My daughter and I started calling the city of Moore to let them know what happened. We would call and not get any returned calls. And this happened quite a bit the first year 2016 March 28 2016 finally I got to talk with Stan and we had a meeting with Stan at the cemetery at 3 p.m. that afternoon Stan is the city manager in Moore Cemetery of Moore Oklahoma I told him I have pictures to prove the headstones were moved. He said they had pictures too, and he would call me Wednesday or Thursday to meet with me and talk about the pictures. Wednesday nor Thursday, I did not hear from him, so I called him on Friday. He set up an appointment, and on April 6, 2016, I met with Stan, the city manager, of Moore, Linda, and the groundsman, Mark, at the City Hall. This is when Mark said he cut down a tree. A tree that never stood where they said they cut it down. There were two trees at one time, a North tree and a South tree. The North tree was cut in half in a storm and was removed out of the cemetery between October 2010 and May of 2011, the findings on Google Earth. The tree where Megan was laid to rest was still standing and we continued to sit under the south tree for the next five years, very often visiting the cemetery and especially after the storms. After they said they cut down a tree, I went into an investigative mode and I took pictures. Lots of pictures. I visited the cemetery every day. I sat out there in hopes I could talk to anyone that may have loved ones in that same area. I started comparing pictures to pictures I've taken in 1999. 2001, 2003, 2004, 2008, and I have a lot of pictures of her headstone. The pictures were not matching up. April 18, 2016, I started looking for an attorney, and he did give me some great advice. I started writing letters to the Oklahoma Senators, the Representatives, and councilman's and a few to the news stations. On April 21, 2016 I faxed the letters to the councilmen. On May 4, 2016 I mailed the letters to the Senators, Representative and the three major news stations. Now whether they received my letters or not I have no idea but I know I didn't hear anything back either. On May 16, 2016, I did get lucky. Senator Shorty called me. May 17, 2016, I certified mailed the letters with information to our Senator Shorty with no reply. And not long after, he resigned And was arrested. On September 9, 2016, I started calling surveyors. I talked with one and he told me he would help me, but on his own time. December 9, 2016, the surveyor partner called me and we met at the cemetery on December 10, 2016. And throughout this time, I'm still visiting the cemetery and taking pictures to compare to older pictures. 2017. February 14, 2017 was the last time I heard from the surveyors. We talked with the lady at John Ireland's funeral home, and she gave me some advice also. May 26, 2017, I had visited the cemetery, and this is when I talked to the elderly couple, and they said the city told them that the headstones had not moved, and they cut down a tree. This is the elderly couple that had also told me of their grandson that used to lay on the other side of the existing tree and her friend that would visit her granddaughter but quit going to the cemetery because they couldn't find her granddaughter's headstone. I was advised to call the city attorney. On June 6, 2017 I called Randy, the city attorney. On June 9, 2017 Randy called me back He told me at that time he would talk with Mark and Linda and one of them would call me back. I even asked Randy, the city attorney, when he'd call me back. He said he wouldn't, but someone would. No one has. On June 19, 2017, I called an attorney. I made an appointment to go in and talk with him. Nicole, my daughter, Caused the city to find out the cost to have Megan exhumed. But I did not want to do that. That was our last resort. That was the last attempt to call and talk to Stan, the city manager. On June 22, 2017, I hired an attorney. The attorney I hired Him and I met at the cemetery once to look at the area, and I explained what had happened. Between September 11, 2017 and January 2018, I just received messages from the law firm. And I do want to say, there was a lot of stalling and ignoring. 2018. I'm still investigating. I'm still taking pictures. May 4th, 2018. The attorney mentions digging up where they say they cut down a tree. May 5th, 2018. Madison and I went to the cemetery to probe the area where they say they cut down a tree. There was no tree stump there. We even probed where a tree would have been if ever there was a tree there. There was no tree stump. My attorney is calling the city and no one calls him back. June 27th, 2018. The city has changed city manager. His name is Steve now. My attorney gave the city 10 days to comply. I have not heard nothing. July 17, 2018, the city manager, Steve, did call back. My attorney said they will be meeting to look over the pictures and talk about what needs to be done. July 24, 2018, I dropped the pictures of the probing off to the attorney's office he was not in. I gave them to his receptionist. July 30th, 2018. This is the day the meeting with my attorney and the city manager was supposed to take place. All this time has passed and I'm just now hearing there had been no meetings. August 7th, 2018. The attorney attorney called the city manager and it is now back to Stan. Stan is getting a JGV engineer and after all this time, like I said, there was no meetings. My attorney had said he was calling Stan. Stan isn't in and is not returning calls. It's very frustrating. November 15, 2018, my attorney called to say, Stan said he asked Linda to get a surveyor to survey the cemetery, but Linda has retired. My attorney then asked me to go to the cemetery and probe the area where the north tree was. We could not probe that area because of the ground, and it is saturated with water or flooded. November 27, 2018, my attorney had said, Stan is to talk to Mark about cutting the tree down. I don't know if that ever happened because I never heard no more about it. December twentieth, two 2018, I called the attorney, no call back. Most likely because he's not hearing anything from the city. 2019. The attorney called and said, Stan is now apologizing for not getting back to us on November 28, 2018. Stan keeps losing my attorney's phone number and information and he's forgetting conversation he has with the attorney. They are to set up an appointment with my attorney and myself. On January 15, 2018, excuse me, 2019, a segment on Channel News 9 about the cemetery flooding. There is a big problem with the cemetery flooding. My problem is also the day that it flooded. On May 7th, 2015, May 9, 2015, when I found the headstones scattered. My problem is now it's not just flooding. There are headstones being moved because of the flooding. We did get a meeting with the city on January 16, 2019. My attorney and I met with Stan, Mark, and a lady named Vanessa at the City Hall in Moore, Oklahoma. Stan admitted that some headstones had been moved. He had a surveyor go out and there's about five or six headstones that were moved. Stan asked if I could meet with Mark at the cemetery to show me where the surveyor marked. Of course I agreed. On January 18, 2019, I met Mark at the cemetery. There are red boxes drawn in the grass, but I did not agree to where they were marked, because they were marked even further away from where Megan and the rest of them are at rest. I tried to call my attorney three different times. There was no answer. And from this day until February 2019, we've heard nothing from Stan. My attorney said he would give him until March 4, 2019. On March 6, 2019, Madison and I went to probe the second area, the north area, of where we were guessing The closest area was to where the north tree stood at one time. Madison probed, and she said she knew the moment she hit something. She felt it. It was about six to eight inches deep, and this would match up to the headstones across the street. It should be across from the Lyle headstone across the street not a street corner. April 3rd, 2019. Stan is to get three different dates for my attorney to meet with the city. April 13th, 2019. I got Megan's photo album out to look at her pictures to be able to identify her when we dig her headstone up. April 23rd, 2019, my attorney talked to me about digging Megan up. The attorney said he had not heard anything from the city. I sent my timeline of this case to the attorney. We searched again on Google Earth to find when the North Tree was removed from the cemetery. It went back to my attorney calling the city and no returned calls. The attorney said then, Stan is retiring. So what if they're retiring? I mean, my gosh, Linda retired? So what? You should have found another surveyor to survey the area. Stan is retiring? So what? Someone else needs to take the place and get this Fixed. May first, two thousand nineteen. My attorney called to let me know there is a new city manager. We have a meeting on May thirteenth, two thousand nineteen, at nine a.m. And on this date, May thirteenth, two thousand nineteen, the attendance of the meeting, Stan the city attorney, Randy, the new city manager, Brooks, my attorney, and I. I showed my pictures and timeline to the city and my attorney. I showed them that where they said they cut down a tree, a tree never stood there. I took pictures the day of May 9, 2015, when I found the headstones moved. And there was no tree there. Then at Easter of 2016, there was no tree there. But then in the month of October 2016, there is a dirt pile that grew in size over a few days of where they say they cut down a tree. Nicole and I went to the health department to get a birth certificate for Megan, there is nothing on file. Nicole called the funeral home who buried Megan and she picked up documents of what they had and had said because Megan wasn't at 19 weeks conceived, they didn't have to file a birth certificate. At this time, I am looking for a funeral home to disinter Megan. I called the funeral home. I told them the same thing I told the other funeral home that we were moving and we want to take Megan with us. My attorney and I agreed to saying that so we didn't involve anyone else in what was happening out at the cemetery and in the city of Moore. Thank you for listening to this episode. Stay kind with your words.